Welcome to the Fans of Fitness Podcast, a voice for fitness, health, and wellness professionals. The National Personal Training Institute of Arizona. Legit instructors teaching you. No, enough of those bad reps. The good quality trainers that come out of the school. Let's get into it. What's up, Joseph? How you doing? How you doing? Not so bad. Yourself? Good, good. Good to see you again? Good to see you. So what's new? Um, just personal training. I'm, I'm attending NPTI right now. Yeah. Um, trying to become a personal trainer. Been a big journey so far in life, and it's probably the best thing I've ever done. It's not only helped me accomplish to where I want to be in life, but it's helped me with personal goals and building as a person as well. Yeah. So what led you here? What led you to uh, this this avenue and in, into going into like a new new industry? So I know you are what previously or currently a fabricator or welder. Yes, sir. So what what led you here? So um, I used to be overweight, two fifty five, and one day I hopped on the scale and I just saw that things were going bad. Had a bad drinking problem. Started drinking a lot, eating like crap, and something needed to change. Um, back in the day, I played football, high school football, college football. And pretty active, snowboarding, um, shooting, doing a bunch of stuff, just really active. And you get comfortable. You get real comfortable in life. And um, I started letting myself go. Yeah. Really bad. And one day I hopped on the scale. It said 255. And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? And went downstairs. I remember this day I went downstairs. Everybody's downstairs partying, hanging out. And um, I just got the skill, went down, I told my sister, I said, hey, Abby, she said something. I was like, you're just mad because I'm going to have abs one day. Everybody laughed. <laughs> Everybody laughed at me. And um, I went upstairs. Well, now she sees me. She's like, wow, you did it, you know? So everybody kind of thinks you're a little bit crazy when you're going through a change like that. And then they see the results and they know, okay, he's he's doing good. Yeah. So, yeah, 255. I'm at 183 now. 8.8% body fat, um, and I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. I want to help show people how to, like, get do what I did, go through the path, weight loss, um, and just their goals in general. I want to be happy showing people that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, you had a had – a it sounds like you had a good support system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, some people don't. They're like, no, I don't want you to get better because you're going to make me look bad. Yeah. But no, it's kind of funny because it was maybe four weeks ago in class. Um, <laughs> I forgot what we were doing, but um, what were we doing when when everybody saw that you had abs <laughs> in class? We were doing um, we were doing measurements. Measurements. Yes. That's right. I was like, man, you you, you got a six pack, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that did come true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you went from two hundred fifty five pounds. One day, just deciding you're just going to make a change to now being where you're at, which is pretty impressive. What was the the time um, in between that and, and now? When did you make that decision? I'd say about a year and a half ago, maybe going on two years now. Yeah. Um, yeah, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Not too long. Hmm. Not too long. It's crazy because you, you're, as you're going through your journey, you don't really realize you're losing so much weight until other people tell you. They're right. Like, oh, you're, are you sick? You know? Yeah. It's wrong? usually other people that let you know that, Hey, you've changed before you even know, cause yeah. you, you see yourself in the mirror every day, but other people you may not see for a week or two or a month. And they're like, what happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it's crazy. So you get that, you know, um, people, some people don't know how to take it. Right. You just have to stay above it, let it yeah. go, you know. Like, um, what do you want, drugs? Exactly. I've heard that before. <laughs> I did, yeah. What are you taking, man? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I barely just found out about protein and PTI. What? Yeah, it was, Jennifer had us do a, a food log, yeah. track our food, and I had questions because I was still working out really hard, but not really at a plateau, at a plateau. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, Jennifer said, bring me a food food log. Let's see where you're at. And I was not getting enough protein at all. I was just, I'm eating a decent amount, but not nowhere where I need to be. So we got that up and you start to see little things start to pop, little veins coming in and yeah. recovery is a lot better. Yep. Um, the growth, big time difference. What what week did you learn about that? When did Jennifer talk about, about that? Because we, we're seven weeks into the program now. So when did we talk about that? Was that week three? I think it was week three. Yeah. Yeah, week three. Sounds about right. Mm -hmm. So you've seen some differences in a month? Already, yes. Yeah, yes. nice. So you're feeding what you're breaking down now? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the magic ticket right there. Yeah. Yeah, protein. It's funny is we're the same weight, but oh. I'm I'm nine I'm nineteen percent body fat and you're what? Um eight point eight. Eight point eight. Eight point wow. eight. Man. Yeah. So we were doing it. Trav actually didn't believe me. He was staying behind me, he has me holding the what was that called? My own beans. Okay. I was holding on to that. We already did some measurements, and he goes, 8.8. I said, is that right? That's right. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was wrong. Like, yeah. Let's do that again. <laughs> Take your, wow. Lift your shirt up, and okay. He's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, oh, sh uh, you, you are 8.8. Yeah. If your abs are popping, then you're 8.8. That's pretty Below low. Below 9. That's low. Yeah. That's For low. guys under 10%-ish, you're going to start to see see that, so... It's like, all right, I believe you. I was just jealous. I was jealous. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, man. You had him. You had him, too. One, once upon a time. Yeah. Talked to Kevin uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, When he came in last time, about a month ago or so now, we were sitting here talking. He's like, dude, you should do a show. I'm like, nah, I don't know, man. And then he's not the only one. We had Gracie come in. She's a, she's a former graduate. She's a, um, um IFBB bikini pro. Um, she also mentioned that I should do a show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 50 now. And not only that, uh, I'm not going to wear a, a Speedo. I'll, I'll do board shorts. Board and there's a category for that. It's the only one I would do. But I, but I think Kevin thought that I might be thinking about it. And since, since that podcast, every time I see him, he's like, you ready? We've got, we got a year and a half to prep. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's a year and a half to procrastinate. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> but He's like, uh, hey, man, uh, if you want to start working with me, we can get you on the stage. And so I'm I'm highly contemplating it. I think it would be something to put in the calendar and just do it. Just say I have. Got a long way to go, but uh, I wouldn't mind trying it. It's never too late, though. So we'll see. No, it's not too late. Yeah. No. I don't know. It sounds terrifying. It does, but at the same time, if someone else sees you have potential, you might as well try it, right? What's the, what's the hurt in that, trying something? I don't know. Life. Yeah. Yeah, we all fail at stuff and learn from it and grow. Yeah. You know, that's the only way we grow. Right. Failing and trying over and trying over. Yeah. So we're we're seven weeks into the program now. What are your thoughts on it? What have you learned? What what, what surprised you so far? Everything. Uh, week one, I came in real open-minded to everything. Yeah. Everything we've done open-minded. Um, you have to. You mm -hmm. have to be open-minded to sure. everything. So week one, I sat down. I'm just a welder fabricator. Yeah. I don't know nothing. And... I knew a little bit, but I knew nothing. And 
as we get as we went through the weeks, you realize you see it in yourself. You start changing. Yeah. Every day you wake up and there's a little bit something different today, and I'm going to take it with me tomorrow. And that's what I did. You know, you learn something new every day. And week seven now, I'm, I look back at week one and I'm a whole different person, whole different person. It's only seven weeks, but we all go through this together. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. been doing this. So you see everybody go through it together. So it motivates you. You have everybody clapping for you and pushing you. So you want to do good, you know? Yeah. And then you're learning life stuff. You're learning about your body, emotions, everything. It's mm-hmm. not just about personal training. You're learning about yourself and everything. It's yeah. crazy. Your emotional state. Emotional state. Little, little things that can help uh, propel you forward in uh, not just fitness, but health and wellness. And uh, shout out to OPT Fitness. We just did a field trip there. Uh, Joey's been on the podcast before. He's the owner of OPT Fitness. So today's Friday? Yeah. Wednesday mm-hmm. we were there. Is that the first time you've been on a uh, an ice bath? It's my first, yes. First. First time How ever. about being in a sauna that was 120 degrees? I've never been in one 120. So those two new experiences. Two new experiences. Plus back, the breathing. Back to back, yeah. Yeah, so let's touch on that. What do you think about that? Because the reason why we're, we're going to, to OPT now is because it's it's one of those things that, that people don't really think about when they think about fitness. They don't think about, about um, centering themselves or... Or getting them getting their uh, parasympathetic nervous system calmed down, or calming it down further, um, and, and being in a good space to 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 reap those benefits and rewards of of being healthy. So the breath work, what did, what did you think about that? Because that's new to a lot of people when we go there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've experienced it. I've done it. Um, I know what it does. So every time that we've gone there so far, I'm like, all right. So and of course I asked the class, you know, how many people have done breath work outside of like just box breathing because box breathing is kind of a start you know it's kind of the beginning part beginning the beginnings of learning how to do breath work i mean it's a really easy one but then from there it gets it gets more intense as we had like power breathing and stuff like that so what were your thoughts on that did you know what to expect then again too i went in (laughs) open-minded i didn't do any research about it i wanted to go in and experience it Mm -hmm. for the first time with my own eyes yeah um went in open-minded and you have to you have to. If you don't go in open-minded, nothing's going to work, and that's just how I see it. But to some people, they think breath work, you're crazy. There's nothing. We all breathe. Right. It's not going to do anything. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, you get in there, and you sit down, and the way they have you do everything, it starts to bring back memories and bring back past um, good and bad. Yeah. And you can't explain it. It's something you can't explain. You have to do it. And... They sh- it really calms you down. You feel like a whole different person when you leave. But it's also getting you ready for the cold plunge and the sauna. You got to learn how to breathe. And I felt that when I hopped in just real heavy and awkward. Right. You know, awkward. But it's amazing. When we're doing the breath work, you, how tired you get just breathing. You're uh-huh. winded. It's cool. Yeah. Um, people were crying. Some people cried, brought out emotions. It's happened every single time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Um, and it just sets your mindset on a whole nother level. They had us do some breath work and asked us after, um, what are, what are our thoughts? What are we feeling? And it brought stuff out of me that I never would even think about before, you know, good stuff. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It's different. We actually, we are going back Saturday, um, nine 30. We're going to go back to OPT to do the plunge and the sauna again, cause we have Spartan on Sunday. So the, Four of us from class are going to go down there and check it out and do it again. It yeah. Was, it works. It yeah. It works. 
So you get done with the breathing, and then you, we go into the uh, the contrast therapy room. Mm-hmm. So they've got a sauna there. It's 120 degrees, and then they've got the two uh, ice baths. I think it was 190. There the you sauna. Go. Yeah. We were, what did I say? 120. Oh, way more. Yeah. It's, I think when we went in there, it was 190 to 200. It was somewhere in between there for 15 minutes. Uh, and then we went into the ice baths. The ice bath is 32 degrees. In fact, when we got there, um, Serene was was uh, chipping away at the ice that had formed on the top. <laughs> and I saw a lot of eyes were like, that is cold. Well, yeah, it's got ice on top, so it's probably 32 degrees or more or less. And um, yeah, since I've already done it, just looking around the room, like, all right, I know, I knew of, well, almost all the students except for two haven't done it before or hadn't done it. So nobody really knew what to expect. And there was two people that were like, I'm not going to do this. And guess what? They ended up doing it. <laughs> so you started in the ice first, and then you went to the sauna, whereas the other part of the class, the other half, did the sauna first and then the ice. We did sauna, then ice. Uh, I don't know what it's like the other way around. I would imagine getting cold and then warming up would be better than getting warm and then cooling down. But what was your experience in the ice? You went the entire three minutes. So they recommended we did a one minute. Um, that was a goal. The goal. Up to three minutes. Up to three minutes. Yeah. When I first got in, you can't explain. It's just cold. Yeah. Your whole body goes numb. Um, then she, when you get in, they're, they're talking to you, telling you to relax, you know, relax your traps. Mm-hmm. After you hit that minute mark and you get in your head, all the, then again, all the thoughts start coming out in your head. Everything yeah. else is, it's like that fight or flight comes out. Right. And once that goes away, you really don't feel the cold. It's kind of weird. It's, it's hard to explain. Yeah. You feel it, but it's numbing and it feels great. You know, but I wanted to get out after three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's funny is uh, Andrea, she was in for three and she wanted to go to five and that was her first time. Andrea's a different breed. That is nuts. She is. She's a different breed. Yeah. She's like, can I go more? Yeah. <laughs> and Joey's like, no, that's good enough. Yeah. Your first time, stop at three. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so from the ice, you went into the sauna mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. How'd you feel when that was over with? I'm glad I got to go in the ice first. I hate the cold, so I wanted to do the cold and, and then go hot because I couldn't imagine going 190 and then trying to get in that ice bath. There's just no way. Yeah. But it felt great. It felt good. You go. It took a while to warm up. They When we got out of the ice bath, they sat us down and we did some more breathing techniques mm-hmm. to warm our body up with natural naturally breathing. Yeah. And um, after that, they put us in the sauna for 15 minutes. I could have done longer in there. I like the warm. That feels good to me. But you just feel so great when you're done. You get out of the sauna and your mind's clear. Your, of course, the swelling's gone. Yeah. And you just feel great. You feel great. Yep. Everybody, I think you saw that after class. Everybody did not want to work out after. We just call wanted to go relax and hang out. Yeah, that's that's happened every single time. Like, uh, are we gonna work out? Can we just chill? Yeah. Um, we went out to lunch the last couple times. Not not Wednesday. We had some more things that we needed to go over when we got back to the classroom. But previous previous couple of times, we're like, all right, let's go to lunch. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. people are trying to, uh, you know, wrap their head around what, what just happened. Like, what just happened to me? Why do I feel the way, way that I feel? And I think it's very powerful. It's, it's, a lot of, it's something that a lot of coaches, um, they don't incorporate into to their training. Not everybody has a sauna. Not everybody has, you know, an ice bath. But everybody can breathe. It's free. We can just teach our clients that are high, strung and stressed out how to breathe and center themselves and, and work on their parasympathetic nervous system. 
get them back to a state where they feel good and, and, and not revved up, you know, due to stressors of life, then we can get them in a much better place. But I don't think a lot of people understand the power of, you know, breath work. So I think Jennifer has you guys do that every Tuesday morning, does she not? Tuesday morning. Yeah. She comes in, um, has us do a couple minutes of breath work to yeah. kind of get that fight or flight gone. Right. And then it works. It really works. I go in, I'm just an anxious person to begin with, kind of nervous all the time. And when she comes in on Tuesdays, we we take a test right after we do that. And I'm not a very good test taker <laughs> my whole life. Yeah. But we do the breathing techniques and it calms me. Like yeah. It puts you in a whole different state of mind. Right. Yeah. And I passed my test. My last couple of tests, I passed them. So there you go. There There's go. a secret, man. Yeah. We don't need Adderall. We just need to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, when it comes to everything else that we've gone over in class up to, to seven weeks now, what is what has surprised you the most? Like, what what, what did you hear, hear from any of us that kind of caught you off guard? And you're like, wow, I didn't even think about that before. Um, probably like origin insertions. Yeah, oh, I had no for or- anatomy. I had no idea that there was an origin and insertion. I just thought a bicep was a bicep. Yeah, you know, and and learning muscles, you know, quads and, and um, hamstrings. I didn't realize you have four quad muscles, four hamstrings. Right. Um. I, th- I love the anatomy part. Yeah. That part's cool to me. And nutrition. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. How about business? Love it. Yeah. Um, business, we do business on Thursdays. We talk about everything that starts to, everything you need to know to start a business, pretty much get mm-hmm. your get out there and be a personal trainer. Yeah. So what do you think, what are you planning on doing once you graduate? Are you thinking about uh, going to like a commercial box gym? Are you going independent? Do you have any plans? I know yesterday we talked about it you know, creating a business plan for the business final in four weeks. So have you given any thought to that? Yes. Yeah, so I do, my goal, overall goal is I do want to become independent. I don't, I don't really want to work for anybody anymore. I've done it. I'm a welder fabricator. So I've worked for someone my whole life. And I think right now that I'm going to take the opportunity to become independent, be my own boss and be happy at work every day. Yeah. It's going to be a hard, long road, but I'm willing to take it, do whatever it takes to go down that road. Yeah, and it's not not always difficult. If you if you we're laying out the blueprint for you now to to act on, mm-hmm. and the rest of it's up to you. Some people they they're afraid of taking that first step. You know, you are the product. Whereas you know, oftentimes when we think about products, it's not us. It's going to be you know a product like like yeah. this. Yeah, you know. But now it's you, and, and a lot of people have this imposter syndrome, thinking they don't know enough to help anybody, when in fact you do. You know, in 11 weeks going through through uh, National Personal Training Institute of Arizona, you learn way more than anybody will ever learn in a book. Um, you know, the hands-on co- component itself is is much better than just reading from the pages, learning anatomy, all that stuff. So a lot of people get out thinking they don't know enough, including myself. When I got out of the school 14, 15 years ago, I was like, okay, do I know enough? And then you start start working with people, creating programs and seeing results. And you're like, Hey, I guess I do. You know, the biggest part is just communication. That's the biggest, biggest component. I think the communication in business, especially as an independent, if you're good at that, then you're already ahead of a lot of people. So again, most, most people that hire trainers or coaches, they already think that we all know the same thing, the same information when that couldn't be further from the truth. So it's up to us to make sure that they understand that we do have the education and the ability to get them to their goals. We're good communicators. We're professional. 
And yeah. So there's a lot more to it than I think people think. Yeah. It could be nerve wracking. I think thinking about it, you just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to get out there and do it. We talked about that yesterday in in business class. You got to take the small steps. Every little step adds up, but you have to, you have to start somewhere. You have to take that step. So no, we, we were talking about social media a little bit um, yesterday, but even more so the week before that. You know, there's there's ways to, to get y- your product, yourself out there, and it doesn't have to be social media. I think a lot of people think that coaches, that that's the only way they're going to get business is to be on social media. Well, if you're going to be an online trainer, yeah, you want to be out there. You want to be um, visible. You don't want to gain gain people's trust. You want to educate. Uh, then people come to you, right? So, and then you also want to do calls to action that this is what I do and all that sort of thing. But if you're going to be a coach within uh, an area, well, you know, if you're going to focus on one-on-one training and whatnot, you got to get out and network. You have to, or nobody's going to know about you. So networking with uh, other professionals that don't do what you do, as we were talking about, that is, I think, lost on a lot of people, you know, but then it comes down to communication skills. If you don't have that, or if you're afraid to reach out, then you're not going to be able to create that. Nobody's going to come to you, yeah. you know. So you have to go to other people and say, hey, you know, I'm a coach. Um, I'm looking to create a network to, to help my clients. I don't do chiropractic work. You do. Um, you know, let's have a cup of coffee. Let's talk about it. And then, um, you know, maybe I'll help you with those who need chiropractors and you help me with people that need need a coach. And then now you just created that funnel there. And then you do it to, to another professional, then another now you've created this little community of people that can help any client. So maybe um, somebody goes and sees, um, say, a massage therapist. And um, they're like, yeah, I need to lose some weight or something. Or I'm always tight here. Well, hey, I know a coach that can help you with this stuff. And now they refer you. And it just becomes this little network. So it's um, the the easiest and quickest way, I think, to, to build a business from scratch. You just have to to take that step and, and, and reach out to people and communicate and network. So it's not hard. No, just talk. I'm good. But, I'm good with talking to people. Yeah, so. But for a lot of people, they're terrified. I don't, I don't, uh, I guess I can relate because in the beginning when I, when I started to be an independent uh, going on well, about 14 years now, I did that. But I'm like, how, how are people going to take this? And very, they, they took it very well, very responsive. Like, yeah, I would love to help you. You're going to send people to me. It's already assumed that, if I want to send people to you, you're going to do the same to me. So you even have to ask them to do that. But I just reach out and say, hey, I need, I, I work with a lot of women. Um, you know, maybe they're an OBGYN, which is a great, great connection for women, of course. And uh, say, hey, I've got some clients, a lot of women clients. And, and that was my case. I had mostly women uh, for clients. Then, you know, oftentimes the women are already going to have one. But I can say, hey, yeah, I've got this relationship with this, this person who does this. Uh, they're awesome. We've talked, you know, we communicate. Um, here's a card if you want it, that sort of thing. So yeah, networking. Yeah. Meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, um, EOS the other day, had to go just to go check it out, to go do some stuff and meeting people there. It's crazy that everybody needs help in a way. Yeah. 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 It's a good place to start too. You know, we've talked about you know, the, the, the pros and cons of going independent as opposed to going to like a commercial box gym and being a W-2 or an employee. It's, uh, it's not a bad idea to go in the beginning to a commercial box gym, get your feet wet, learn how to teach instead of learn, you know, and um, 
Work on your communication skills. You're just sharpening your sword every time you have a new client in front of you with a different problem or a different demographic or different injuries or, or you name it. The more you're around them, the more you have to, in, some, in many instances, you're going to have to research some things. But then you're learning with every new client that you have in front of you. So for me, when I got out of uh, the Portland location, the MPTI up there, I went into 24-hour fitness. I was there for 14 months, and I learned a ton because you're going to hear things, different injuries, different medications that people take, lifestyles. Um, you know, you're going to have to figure out ways to to work around a lot of issues that people have, including, you know, people with stressful jobs. Uh, in Portland, we had uh, Nike headquarters and a huge uh, Intel. Intel's very big up in Portland as well. So a lot of high-stress people that work there. So I had a lot of clients that worked at Nike and Intel, very stressed out people. <laughs> so when I was an independent, you know, you, you just have to kind of watch how they come in. They look like they're revved up. How do we calm them down? And this, these are things that you learn just by looking at, you know, body language and whatnot. Like, how are we feeling today? I mean, that's one of the first things that, that I'd always ask my clients when they walked in the door. It's how you feeling. Feel good. Feel great. Cool. We're going to do what I've got on my paper. This is your workout today. They come in and they say, how you doing? Man, I'm so stressed out. I'm like, let's calm you down. Let's go do, let's go out and back. Uh, it's usually raining in Portland. So let's take a little walk underneath the awning, get some fresh air, <laughs> do some breath work if you want to. Um, otherwise, we can just get the sledgehammer and a tire and let it go. And oftentimes that's what happened. I'm like, here's a sledgehammer. You need this. I'll give you a minute. Get it out. And they just beat the crap out of a tire. I'm like, you ready? Cool. Let's go. So. Still getting a workout in. Oh, yeah, for They're sure. Using their yeah, exercising some demons, too. Yeah. 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 It's a good way. It's a good way to yeah. get it out. So get, being in like a commercial box gym, like I was saying, being around all these people, you learn how to deal with people differently. And we were talking about this yesterday. Is you kind of have to just read the room. You know, not everybody's the same. And some people think that, hey, I'm just going to, no matter what, the program I have written in my on my, my paper today or whatever, that's what you're doing, no matter what. You got to be able to pivot and understand that some people might not be present. They might be somewhere else. And if you're going to have them doing some heavy lifts, you know, deadlifts, back squats, whatnot, maybe that's not a good idea on that day because they're not, they're not present. They're, they're elsewhere. And they need to be present to make sure that they're doing that correctly and without, you know, getting injured. So... I think it's just uh, it's just repetition. Just getting many, as many people in front of you as possible to to be able to deal with everybody, you know, in an effective way. So that's why I think commercial box gyms aren't a bad idea. However, independent, it's the same thing. You just have to go out, network. You'll get clients that way. You're not going to be in, as in, in front of as many, but over time you will. So I'm grateful that I did that. <laughs> you know, we had we had some students that went independent right away. I'm like, man, I'm going to go to a commercial box gym for six months. I ended up being there for 14, but it's another story. But I'm, I'm grateful for that time there. It taught me a lot. And I, and I hear that from a lot of coaches. They're like, I'm grateful that I went to a commercial box gym uh, to, to cut my teeth and, and get out there and, and, and learn how to teach and communicate because not everybody has those skills. And even if you do, it's, we're in a different industry. You know, I, I worked for Coca-Cola for, for quite a while. I wasn't selling me. I was selling Coke. Easy. I don't have to talk up Coke. Everybody knows what it is. But how do I talk up myself without being arrogant? You know, a lot of it has to do with confidence. So people see you're confident and that you're not, you know, a BS artist saying, promising them that they'll lose 50 pounds in three weeks, which some yeah. people do, you know, um, then you're going to be in much better shape. So that's the goal. I do want to go independent. 
Yeah. Yeah. Box, uh, commercial box gym would be nice to go and get some experience. But I think after I'm done with this, I'm ready to go independent. Yeah. Week one, I didn't think so. Week week two, I didn't think so. Now I feel like, okay, once we graduate, I'm ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a hands-on learner. Everything we do in class is all hands-on. Yeah. It's great. That's how it's designed, man. Yeah. We're not reading out of a book. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the whole reason I'm sitting here now is because I would not read a book to, to be in this industry. When I found out there was an actual school, I was like, okay, now I'm interested. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, four weeks out for graduation. Yeah. Excited? Excited, sad, nervous. Yeah. A lot of going on. Um, I love every day, you know, and it, yeah. it's what's cool about it is I wake up every morning excited to go to school. But when we graduate, I'm going to wake up every morning excited to go to work because we're going to be doing the same stuff at work. Yeah. You know, except with clients. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's hard to, to put into words the feeling you have as, as a coach, you know, making making these, these changes in people's lives for the better. You just feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I never feel good about myself selling Coke. A cola. Yeah. Yeah. It sells itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never really felt like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, I did my community a service. Yeah. That's a big part where I'm at right now. Um, I'm welding, fabricating. It's, you get burned, you get messed up, but I'm not really doing anything other than making other people money. I mean, yeah, we're keeping trucks on the road and keeping the, the blue collar, keeping everything, the keeping everything going, but where am I getting? Where is it benefiting me? Yeah. My my wallet, but other than that, what is it benefiting me? Right. Nothing. I don't feel like I'm really doing nothing, you know? Yeah. I feel like um, I need to do more in life, and if I could be happy helping other people be happy, yeah, making their goals, um, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's fulfillment. That's what I was in pursuit of, and, and I found it in this industry. Is it, even though you're doing great things, you know, you're helping people with you keeping, like you said, trucks on a road and, and uh, fixing things. That's fulfilling. I like helping people live better lives, health, wellness, and fitness. To me, that's, that's the greatest thing that I think one could do or one of the, you know, best things that one could do. It's just so, so damn rewarding when you have somebody who's, you know, they, they started with you with no self-esteem or low self-esteem. They, um, they were just down. They just felt depressed. And then within two months, you know, they, they're coming in smiling, their heads up high. They feel good. And they're starting to see changes. They're seeing, you know, weight drop. They're seeing body fat drop, all that stuff. And then their, their lives get better with their relationships, their friends. They have more energy to do the things that they love. And then you hear stories about, yeah, I used to, I used to have uh, my husband put this up on a shelf and I did it myself for the first time. I didn't have to ask for help. I'm like, you just gained a little inde- independence. That's good. You should be strong. You should be able to do that, not rely on other people. Um, sometimes you have to. My wife opens pickle jars for me, uh, but she's bigger than me too. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just a fact. <laughs> she works that way more than I do, yeah. <laughs> especially lately. But no, it's it's a great industry. I, I just wish people more people understood that the, the – what am I trying to say? That it's not just about – you know, going to a commercial box gym and, and getting paid a little bit. You know, you're changing lives, yes. But as an independent, you can do so much more. And it's a great livelihood if you do it right. Like I said, I think the first week of class, I told you what it looks like or what it looked like for me as an independent. 
And like, if I can do it, anybody can. And I, I really feel that way. I'm nobody special. I just had a good education. I had a great education from the start. So that's what's, you know, I guess uh, separates education, um, a decent education as opposed to a great education. You know, it's like uh, going to college. If you go to, you know, elementary school, awesome. You know something. Yeah. You know some stuff. You go to get your master's degree, you know a lot. You know, that's a big trans, you know, big discrepancy there, but I like to use that analogy. It's like, a, yeah, I guess associate school or master's degree. We got Spartan coming up on Sunday. That's right. <laughs> Who's doing that? Um, so it's going to be me, well, Melissa, Mandy, Andrea, and me. So four of us. Did you talk Dan into it? Dan's going to go to OPT tomorrow for the ice bath and sauna. He's not, he don't want to do Spartan. He doesn't want to do it, huh? <laughs> that's too bad. He'd kill it. Yeah. He'd crush it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to do good. Um, he didn't He didn't really want to do the OPT. I, I felt like he didn't want to do the ice bath and all that. No, he didn't want to. No, he was he was not not having it when I walked in before yeah. he did it. He's like, I don't want to do this. And same with Nathan. Oh, yeah, Nathan. Nathan never had never been in a, an ice bath before. He did three minutes. He did full three minutes. Yeah. Like he was just sitting in a in a lawn chair having a beer. Yeah, it was. It looked so easy for him. Yeah, and he got out. He looked unfaced. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, that was cold." <laughs> like, man, I lasted a minute. Yeah. I did a minute. I think OPT and all the stuff we're doing shows brings out everybody's weakness. Yeah, and it really every because when we we're in class, we we really can't see first day. We don't know anything about anybody. Right. And then you start going on through the days and through the weeks, and you're like, "Oh wow, Mandy's a beast." You know, yeah. Dan, wow. Didn't Everybody know that. Everybody has something special about him. Everybody. Yeah, yeah Everybody. You, got, you got Parker that's doing 180s on the wobble yeah. board. Like, I've never seen that. Yeah. Well, actually, I did. Thomas, if you're listening, I saw it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thomas did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a good class. I really enjoy this one. Everybody's engaged. Um, and yeah, I love to see the growth. We're seven weeks into 11-week program, and I've already seen a ton of growth from everybody. And you know, seeing people that had reservations about their abilities in the beginning, you know, those walls being torn down and being like, yeah, I'm confident now. I feel like I can get out there and make a difference and, and, and make a living doing so. Because to me, I, think, I don't think there's anything better than helping people live better lives and, and having a, you know, financially rewarding career doing that. Yeah. But it all comes down to, uh, again, education. We've talked about uh, the different tools that you can add to your tool belt to make you even better. You know, we, we're having uh, Sky. She's been on the podcast before, so she's a neurokinetic therapist. She'll be in on the 27th. If you're listening to this and you, and you uh, live locally, you are welcome to join us at uh, the Gym Mesa. Um, you can just look at our website, mptiarizona.com. See where our address is. Uh, if you are thinking about it, uh, make sure you email us. Email is also on the website. Let me know. That way we have a head count. But... Um, if you want to know what NKT is, just go back to one of the podcasts when Sky was on, and you'll you'll see what that's about. But it's awesome. I can't wait for you guys to to see uh, what she brings to the table and what this skill brings to the table. I'm excited for you guys to to meet her. She's a great resource too because she used to be a personal trainer before she got into uh, neuroconnect therapy. So uh, now that she's just doing NKT full time, what she does is she'll she has clients that she'll she'll fix, but they have to do homework to make sure that that it that stays fixed. But also we're we are valuable to her so we can make it stick in a, uh, like in a, in a, uh, a muscular way, I guess you could say. Because there's some muscles that are weak and they're causing issues, so we need to strengthen those up. So she likes to uh, refer people out that she, that she works with 
to to coaches to help make sure that that what they did together is going to to be permanent. So, so yeah, that's another thing we've got coming on. We have Jason from three sixty five Jim coming in um, in a couple weeks, I think. Uh, he's a uh, strength and conditioning coach. Owns a gym up in Peoria, so he's really cool. He's been doing this a long time. He's worked uh, as a coach at some high schools. Um, it's fun. He's been in a few times, so you guys are going to see what plyometrics and SAQ is all about. And uh, hopefully, we get Renee in from Build Body Fitness. I think they just changed their name, uh, but she's a pre post nail specialist. So hopefully, we can get her in because uh, we are absolutely as coaches going to have women that are pre and postnatal, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that's that's a, a good good resource and another tool that you guys will have to to further be ready for what's to come as a coach. Yeah, lot lot going on still. We have a busy schedule. Still. A lot, yeah, yeah. Four weeks left. There's a lot to jam in there. <laughs> we just we just started uh, kettlebell training a couple weeks ago. We got to get back on that, and uh, we've got suspension coming up. Uh, so. That'll be another thing that we're going to add. I, hopefully, maybe Monday if we can cram it in there. But with Thanksgiving being next week, I've got one day, five hours. We'll see what we get we get done. We still have anatomy to do. Monday's uh, rhomboids and traps. A lot going on there. It's not like biceps and triceps last Monday. This one's pretty pretty in depth. So there'll be a lot to get in there on Monday. Yeah, lot looking to, forward to it. Lot to do, man. <laughs> it's going to be gonna be a race to the finish there's a lot still in, in the next four weeks we still have uh, finals which is the last week we're gonna be doing the, the NASM uh, practice exam in class that'll be uh, the last week as well see if you guys pass we've only had one one term in the last four and a half years it's failed it <laughs> so don't be that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll do no, we'll do photos too the first week of December oh, that's right yeah so Josh is gonna come in uh, do professional photos um, we also need to, to make sure that everybody understands how to put their, uh, landing page together. Right. I think that was, we were talking about it yesterday. I'm yeah. like, I'm not sure if I, I'm going to have to call Josh on that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys all get your own landing page, uh, which is awesome. So you don't have to worry about that. You can put everything on, on that, your bio, your picture that, that, that you get from Josh or one that you have already put that on your landing page and that's where you can send people. So you don't have to worry about creating a website if you don't want to either landing page. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a good tool to have. Yeah, I'm really excited we were able to do that. Yeah. So awesome, man. Hey, if somebody wanted to uh, reach out to you, you know, maybe after graduation or even now looking for a coach, where can they find you? So right now you can find me on Instagram. The name is TJ Martinez, WRX, and it would be um, TJ Martinez on Facebook as well. Nice. Cool, man. Well, this has been fun. I'm looking forward to the next four weeks. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're ready for it. I'm ready. Man, this is going to yeah. go by so fast. These terms go by real quick. Well, cool, man. It's been fun. I'll see you Monday. See you Monday. Thank you guys right, for man. having me out here. Yeah, Thank you, you bet, man. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks.